So then let's start the talk with the Namotasa. Namotasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namotasa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhasa With tonight's talk, I will start a series of talks about the bhojangas. The bhojangas are the enlightenment factors and there are altogether seven factors of enlightenment they are sati sambojanga the enlightenment factor of mindfulness the second one is dhammavijaya sambojanga and this is the enlightenment factor of investigation of states then the third one is Virya Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of effort or energy. The fourth one is Viti Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of rapture. The fifth one is Pasadi Sambhojanga, which is the enlightenment factor of tranquility. The sixth one is Samadhi Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of concentration. And the seventh is Upeka Sambhojanga, the enlightenment factor of equanimity. At one time the Buddha was asked by a monk, Venerable Sir, it is said, factors of enlightenment factors of enlightenment in what sense are they called factors of enlightenment and the Buddha answered they lead to enlightenment therefore they are called factors of enlightenment many Asian Buddhists are very familiar with the word Bojanga, the word for the enlightenment factors. And there was a Bojanga Sutta, and this Sutta is one of the Paritas, or uh, one of the protective Suttas. And it is said that this uh, Sutta, the Bojanga Sutta, gives protection against sickness, and it has the power to get free from disease and sickness. And so, in many Asian Buddhist countries, also in Burma, when people get sick, then they recite this uh, Bojanga Sutta, or they recite it for uh, somebody else who uh, is sick. If they are not able to recite it themselves, or because they want to have virtuous people reciting it 
then they invite monks or nuns to this sick person and have these nuns or monks recite the Bojanga Sutta. In Burma, uh, this Bojanga Sutta starts like this, and it's Pali, but it's the Burmese version of pronouncing Pali, which is a bit different to what, uh, how it's done in Thailand or Sri Lanka. So in Burma, it starts like Tendere tenderandana tapatuka winatani tatatame sapo singe maratena pamatani and so on. And so to give you an idea what this Bojanga Sutta is all about, here is the English translation. Those who have known by way of experience the seven kinds of Dhamma called factors of enlightenment were liberated from existence. These seven kinds of Dhamma destroy all the suffering of beings who wander through samsara and they defeat the army of Mara. These persons have reached Nibbana where there is no rebirth, aging, death and danger. O good people, let us recite this Bojanga Sutta which is endowed with the aforementioned attributes which gives not a few benefits and which is like a medicine and a mantra. These seven factors of enlightenment, namely mindfulness, investigation of states, effort, rapture, tranquility, concentration and equanimity are well expounded by the Buddha. When practiced repeatedly, they promote penetration of the truth, the cessation of suffering and knowledge of the path. By this utterance of truth, may there always be happiness for you. Once when the Buddha saw Moggallana and Kassapa being unwell and suffering, he preached the seven factors of enlightenment. Having rejoiced at the discourse, they immediately were freed from the disease. By this utterance of truth, may there always be happiness for you. Once when the king of the Dhamma, this is the Buddha, was oppressed by disease, he had the Venerable Chunda recite the discourse respectfully. Having rejoiced at the discourse, the Buddha was immediately cured of the disease. By this utterance of truth, may there always be happiness for you. The diseases of the three great sages, Moggallana, Kasapa and the Buddha, that were eradicated reached the stage of never occurring again like the mental defilements eradicated by the path knowledge. So path knowledge eradicates defilements once and forever they never will occur again and so also the diseases of these three great sages were eradicated and did not flare up again. 
by this utterance of truth may there always be happiness for you so this is the Bojanga Sutta one of the uh, 11 Paritas protective suttas which is very commonly chanted when people are sick because these Bojangas the factors of enlightenment are compared to medicine and it's a very uh, effective medicine that not only cures the diseases of the body but more importantly it also cures the diseases of the mind and what is referred to by the diseases of the mind is nothing but the kilesas or the defilements and we'll come back to this later on one of my teachers Sayadaw Oindaka has written a book about these bojangas the enlightenment factors uh, the book is in Burmese and in the past few years I have translated this book from Burmese in English and also into German and the English book will very soon be printed in Malaysia and the title of this book is The Bojangas Medicine that makes all diseases disappear so comparing these bojangas the enlightenment factors to medicine um, we can use this metaphor the Buddha's teaching which is also called the Buddha's sasana so the sasana of the Buddha is compared to a hospital like a hospital is a place where sick people are treated then the Buddha himself is compared to a skilled doctor and so he is a doctor with extremely uh, skillful who is extremely skillful and the Bojangas the enlightenment factors these are the medicine the cure so all the various diseases and injuries get treated with some medicine with some cure and the medicine of the Bojangas the enlightenment factors is considered to be the most effective and best, uh, best medicine and the meditators are compared to the patients because the meditators are those uh, who need to recover from their illness and the practice of vipassana meditation is like undergoing the treatment so applying the treatment or the medicine 
which means uh, applying the enlightenment factors, this actually amounts to practicing vipassana meditation. And so, when we are actually engaging in the practice of vipassana meditation, as we are doing here in this retreat, we are actually taking or applying the medicine of the bojangas. And if this medicine uh, is applied in a correct way, if it's made uh, strong and powerful, then this medicine has the power to cure the disease so that we can become free from all diseases. And as I said, the medicine of the Bojangas not only has the power to cure uh, physical diseases, but more importantly, uh, it can overcome all the mental diseases, namely the defilements, the chilesas. And applied thoroughly over an extended period of time, then the ultimate relief from all physical and mental diseases is the attainment of Nibbana or complete liberation. With the attainment of Nibbana, the person has not only overcome all the defilements, not only have the mental diseases been completely cured, but as all the causes for further rebirth have been extinguished, the cycle of samsara does, does not uh, go on anymore. And so this is the perfect mental and physical health. So people like you who are uh, practicing meditation here uh, in the setting of this uh, three-month retreat, you can be compared to patients being in the Sasana hospital. So BMIMC uh, is also a Sasana hospital. <laughs> And so in the most ordinary sense, a patient is a person who is afflicted with some disease or another. And so usually when a person is sick or injured, then that person goes to see a doctor or uh, to a hospital and explains what is wrong. And so then the doctor examines the person, prescribes an appropriate medicine or treatment, and then the person undergoes the treatment as outlined by the doctor. And so once the person uh, undergoes the treatment outlined by the doctor, it's important that the person uh, takes the prescribed medicine or actually does the treatment as prescribed by the doctor. 
So whether the person wants to take the medicine or not, still um, the medicine should be taken. Whether the medicine is sweet or bitter, still the medicine has to be swallowed. Because only when the patient follows the treatment of the doctor uh, will the disease eventually disappear. Only then will the person uh, get cured. Usually when people get sick, they want to get cured as quickly as possible. Most people only go to see a doctor when the body gets sick, unless it's a very uh, severe mental affliction, when it becomes really unbearable or life-threatening, such as a, a deep depression or a psychotic disease, then people uh, do not seek treatment from professionals in regard to this mental affliction. Although most of the people are actually afflicted in their minds. But many people do not uh, realize that they are actually mentally afflicted because this daily worries and frustrations and upflares of anger or ill will or impatience, people usually do not take uh, to be illnesses or uh, mental afflictions because this is uh, happening almost constantly on a daily basis. People think that's natural and they put up with that. And so not recognizing the defilements, the kilesas as a mental affliction, they also do not think that these defilements can actually be cured. But actually these mental afflictions, these defilements should be much more feared than any physical disease. Research uh, has shown that if patients are thoroughly examined, then people with a mental sickness or disease far outnumber those with a bodily uh, disease. And if people with a physical disease are examined, then apparently in almost 80% of the patients the physical disease is caused by the mind, by some mental uh, states, emotions. If a person suffers from a physical disease, then the effect of that physical disease is limited to a single lifetime for it when the per patient dies from that illness. And if a person dies due to a physical uh, illness, 
then that doesn't lead that person to a lower realm. However, if a person dies from a mental sickness, mental affliction, defilements, then this defilement does not only cause the death in that life, but the defilements will cause, the uh, to will cause further death in the cycle of samsara. So these defilements will cause many more deaths. And also if a person dies with a strong unwholesome uh, defilement, then this can lead to a rebirth in the lower realm. So therefore the diseases of the mind should be much more feared than any physical diseases. And so we should try to prevent these mental afflictions from arising and if they arise, if the defilements come up, then we should try to cure them as quickly as possible with the most effective and helpful methods available. So the practice of Vipassana meditation is actually a very helpful and effective cure for the diseases of the mind, for the affliction of the mind. So the Bojangas, which are developed in the course of Vipassana meditation, are the best medicine for healing the diseases of the mind. So when we say that these Bojangas, the factor of enlightenment, are like medicine, then by developing these seven factors of enlightenment, the disease, the mental disease, will disappear in the same way as a physical disease disappears by taking ordinary medicine. For example, just as we uh, increase our bodily strength by taking vitamins, in the same way we can increase and replenish our uh, mental strength by developing the enlightenment factors. It's like when we take something for a headache, then the headache will disappear. If we have a fever and if we take some medicine against the fever, then the fever will disappear. And similarly, when we take the medicine of the Bojangas, the enlightenment factors, by practicing Vipassana meditation, then the diseases, the, the kilesas, the defilements, will eventually disappear. In one of the discourses in the Samyutta Nikaya, it is said, Chitena Niyati Loko, and this means the world is led by consciousness, and 
the world actually refers to living beings. So living beings are led around by the mind or by consciousness. Consciousness uh, precedes everything else. And it is said that the bodies of humans and other living beings consist of a combination of four kinds of materiality. The first type is Kamacharupa, which means Kama produced materiality. The second is Chitacharupa, which means mind produced materiality. The third one is Utucharupa which is temperature produced materiality and the last one is aharacha rupa which means nutriment produced materiality so our body as well as the bodies of other living beings um, consist of these four kinds of materiality and among these four kinds of materiality, the mind-produced materiality is predominant in our bodies. So, chitta rupa is that materiality which um, is dominant in our bodies. And so when we take the medicine of the Bojangas, then powerful chitta rupa arise, which means powerful mind-produced cells uh, in the body arise. And because when the bojangas are present, the mind is clear, and so then the cells that are produced in the body, uh, mind-produced, this materiality, these cells, are also clear and radiant like the mind and so this feels to a, this leads to a feeling of well-being one feels healthy and then the other kinds of materiality which only form a small part of the body they will also be influenced by this mind-produced materiality and so also these other forms of materiality become uh, clear and radiant and so that makes a person feel well and healthy. This medicine of the Bojangas is very easy to take and yet it's um, very effective and it's also of extremely good quality. It has no uh, bad side effects. And for this medicine of the Bojangas, we don't need any money. It's not expensive. And we can fully trust it. So, in the beginning I mentioned this Bojanga Sutta and the Buddha took the ill health, the sickness, 
of Venerable Mogalana and Venerable Kasapa as an opportunity to teach, to give this Bojanga Sutta. So at one time the Buddha was staying in Rajagaha in the Veluvana Monastery and at that time the Venerable Mahakasapa was staying in the Pipali Caves not far away from Rajagaha and then the Buddha heard that Venerable Mahakasapa uh, was, had gotten sick and so the Buddha himself went to the cave and then uh, gave this Bojanga Sutta, recited the Bojanga Sutta. And by reciting this Bojanga Sutta, the Buddha was treating Venerable Mahakasapa with the medicine of the Bojangas. And the Venerable Mahakasapa applied this medicine of the Bojangas by very attentively listening to the Buddha's recitation and apparently after listening to the Buddha's recitation the Venerable Mahakasapa was cured from his sickness so how did the cure of his sickness come about? How did his uh, illness disappear? So when the Venerable Mahakasapa was taking the medicine of the Bojangas offered by the Buddha when he recited it, then the Venerable Mahakasapa thought seven days after I became a monk I clearly understood the Four Noble Truths and that time the enlightenment factors were present in me. As a matter of fact, the teaching of the Buddha is a teaching which overcomes all diseases, all suffering. And so as Venerable Mahakasapa was reflecting in this way, his mind was filled with delight and joy which is one of the enlightenment factors, uh, pity. And with that, his mind and body also got calm and tranquil. Tranquility, calmness, and other uh, enlightenment factors. And these thoughts also aroused energy in him, Virya being another of the enlightenment factors. And so, having aroused this and probably the other enlightenment factors as well, so these mental states distinguished by delight, joy, calmness, energy, they have their base in the heart. It is said that the base of the mind uh, is in the heart. And so because delight, joy, calmness are present in the mind, then the mind becomes clear and radiant. And 
as the base of the mind is said to be in the heart then also the heart and the blood in the heart they also become radiant and clear and we know the heart um, contracts about 70 to 80 times uh, per minute and so then this clear and radiant blood is pumped and spread throughout the whole body and so as this clear radiant blood spreads throughout the body then the whole body becomes radiant and clear and those physical parts in the body that are affected by an illness and sickness like this decaying malfunctioning uh, infected cells they disappear and in their places new cells new physicality new materiality uh, arises through powerful chitacha rupa like mind produced materiality and so because the mind is clear and radiant so then the materiality the cells that are produced by the mind are also clear and radiant free uh, from flaws which means healthy uh, cells and so the physical part of the body the cells they uh, become clear and radiant because of applying the medicine of the Bojangas and so this means when we apply the medicine of the Bojangas consistently then new mental states and based on that new radiant clear mental states um, physical matter produced by the mind uh, arise all over the body and because these new cells are clear radiant healthy cells then in this way the disease uh, vanishes and disappears and so in this way when old decaying unhealthy cells are replaced by new uh, healthy cells this is a cure by replacement and nowadays cures um, by replacement are quite common like if people um, like in pe uh, sick people kidneys are replaced with a new kidney hearts are replaced by new functioning hearts uh, and so on in ordinary treatment when certain organs or part of the body are replaced by a new healthy organ or part then it's only that uh, organ uh, which is replaced then which uh, in which place a new healthy organs, organ 
uh, comes to be. But when we apply the medicine of the Bojanga, it's not only the sick organ of the body or unhealthy part of the body that gets replaced, but actually the whole body, all the cells in the body get replaced by uh, clear and healthy cells. So when we apply the medicine of the Bojangas, the factors of enlightenment, then it is very important that we take this medicine for a long time, which means until the factors uh, of delight, joy and also calm become very powerful and strong. Nowadays it's also increasingly becoming accepted in the West that a patient's state of mind is um, plays such a crucial role in the treatment of any disease. For example, I think that many of you have heard about the MBSR, which means Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction. John Kabat-Zinn has developed this method using mindfulness to reduce stress in patients and with less stress then patients recover faster or their physical pain can be greatly uh, alleviated. And another uh, treatment or therapy practiced apparently in England by some uh, professionals for treating patients is called ACT, Action Commitment Therapy. It's also a kind of a mindfulness practice. And this Action Commitment Therapy is based on the fact that the body, when it is under stress, it produces neuropeptides and especially when it's emotional stress. Then these neuropeptides they attack the healthy cells in the body and cause malignancy and so uh, um, the result is cancer. And when pe uh, people are affected by cancer, many patients have to undergo <coughs> uh, chemotherapy. And this chemo chemotherapy usually produces a lot of uh, side effects, as it is quite a harsh treatment. So physical side, uh, side effects, so the chemotherapy. And this physical side effects of the chemotherapy, then this produces yet another source of emotional stress for the patients. And when the mind is under stress, as I've just said, then these neuropeptides 
are uh, produced. And again, these neuropeptides attack the healthy uh, cells in the body and so actually uh, cause further malignancy. And so this causes a vicious circle to ensue. So any form of mindfulness practice that is used for patients tries to reduce the mental stress or tries to establish a wholesome healthy state of mind in the patient. When the mind is not under stress or when the mind is not in an unwholesome uh, state, then it will not aggravate the existing condition and even set free forces for self-healing. And this is, uh, this is in line with the fact that most of the body consists of citta charupa, mind-produced materiality. And so when the mind is in a wholesome state and moreover when these seven enlightenment factors are present in the mind, then the mind is quite pure and clear and radiant and so as a result the mind produced materiality, the cells in the body, they are also quite pure, clear and healthy. Now I'm going to relate the uh, examples of two persons who firmly believed in the power of the Bojangas, the power of the enlightenment factors as an effective medicine. The first person is Sayado Usobita. He is a senior monk in the Chamyayeta Meditation Center in Yangon, in that center where uh, I first went to practice meditation when I went to Burma 16 years ago. So this Sayado Usobita, when he was still very young, as a young monk, uh, he put a lot of effort in learning and studying the scriptures. And he passed the Dhammacharya exam and after that he <coughs> continued to study to pass yet another higher exam. And at the same time the monastery that he was uh, staying gave him the duty of teaching the scriptures to the novices and monks. So he had this double role of teaching other monks and novices, but uh, also studying for himself for this other exam. And it was during that time that he began to get sick. His legs and his belly started to swell. And as it became quite serious, so the, then he had to go to the general hospital in Yangon. And 
the doctors thought that this was related to his kidneys and so he was undergoing some kidney treatment but that didn't help much and a bit later the doctors find, found out that he was actually suffering from cirrhosis of the liver and for that he had to stay in the hospital and undergo treatment for six months so the doctors checked him every day x-rays were taken um, medicine had to be swallowed and injections were given although the doctor treated him using a variety of treatments and methods nothing seemed to be working he did not get better and after six months the doctor were really getting concerned about Sayadaw Usobita and they thought that he had not more than another six months to live but actually Sayadaw Usobita he was feeling quite well he had good appetite and he slept very well he never thought that he uh, was going to die and so in, during that time he decided that if these doctors are treating me with ordinary medicine I will treat myself with the medicine of the Buddha I will treat myself um, with the Bojangas and so from then on he started to recite the Bojanga Sutta as well as the Metta Sutta every day and basically during all his waking hours he was constantly reciting these two suttas the Bojanga Sutta and the Metta Sutta and he recited these suttas with a strong uh, confidence with quite unremitting perseverance and with a strong determination and after some time the disease disappeared in a way that was completely contrary to what the doctors had expected and so is that he could leave the hospital and now many many years later he is about 60 years old he resides at the Chamiya Yeta in Yangon and he gives summer talks to the Burmese meditators interviews and he also speaks English so he's also teaching the foreigners who go and practice there in the 90s 1990s he spent some years in the Burmese Vihara in London and at that time he went to do a, a physical checkup and when the doctors heard about uh, his illness that he had when he was young uh, they were greatly surprised that he was feeling so well and healthy and actually examining him he could, they couldn't find anything 
they find found him completely healthy and well. Then the other person is a Sayadaw from the Mon state, one of the states in Burma which is southeast of Yangon. And in a small village called Toku, there is a Satipatthana Vipassana Meditation Center, which is commonly known as the Toku Meditation Center. And the residing Sayadaw there is um, also very uh, well known for his uh, strong confidence and great perseverance in his practice. So before establishing that meditation center, that uh, Sayado at one time, uh, as he was meditating, he was afflicted with a number of quite serious diseases, like he was afflicted with herpes, with sciatic nerve pain, with dizziness, eczema and fever. And the doctors advised him to uh, seek treatment from him from them. But the Sayadaw did not undergo any treatments by the doctors, but he treated him, him himself with the Buddha's medicine with the Bojangas. And treating himself with the medicine of the Bojangas, he overcame all of these different diseases. They all disappeared. And so then later, when the Sayado established this meditation center, he uh, was guiding a great number of meditators in their meditation practice. Uh, telling them to apply the medicine of the Bojangas. And apparently many of these meditators, they not only overcame their physical disease, but as a result of that practice, they also gained uh, some understanding of the Dhamma. And so as a result of that, this meditation center eventually became known as the Satipatthana Hospital. And the Sayadaw uh, collected these examples of his meditators who got cured from various illnesses and a Burmese doctor collected all these stories into a little booklet called The Virtue of Vipassana. During all the years that I have been living in Burma and guiding quite a great number of meditators in their meditation practice, I've come to know quite a number of foreign meditators whose physical affliction or sickness got cured as a natural byproduct of vipassana meditation. 
I think the fact that I noticed these effects mainly in Burma has to do with the fact that uh, people who come to Burma mostly practice for a longer period of time. Very often here in the West, in retreats in the West, people don't have so much time to spend uh, in the meditation practice because usually retreats are one week or two day, uh, ten days, maybe two weeks if it's a lot, then maybe a one-month retreat. Of course, this retreat, this three-month retreat, is an exception. And so, as I said, because these bojangas, the enlightenment factors, must become uh, strong and powerful to become effective, a short retreat is usually too short, not enough for the enlightenment factors, the bojangas, to become uh, really powerful and strong because they need a certain strength to exercise their power or to become effective. But we always should remember that the bojangas should not only be developed to cure a physical affliction, but the primary aim of meditation should be to develop the bojangas in order to overcome the mental affliction, which means to uh, overcome the defilements, the kilesas, to completely uh, make them disappear or to get completely cured from the Kilesa afflictions. So, in my next talk, uh, next Monday, then I will start to explain these seven enlightenment factors, explaining them in regard to their characteristics, their functions, their manifestations, and their proximate causes. So, we'll finish the talk here. May all of you be able to develop the bojangas, make them powerful and strong, so to become free from all mental and physical diseases. May the cessation of the defilements be realized and Nibbana be attained. Mm -hmm.